Do you ever look back at your life and feel like you've missed out on opportunities and experiences because you were nervous, you felt anxious, you felt scared, you had no one to do it with, or you just didn't feel confident in yourself to to be able to go for those things and do those experiences that you really would love to be doing. And now when you look at your life and you look at your future, you want to be able to do more of those things, but you don't know how to support yourself or what the steps are in order to be able to support yourself to be able to do them. Hello and welcome to Misha Jade Holistic Spiritual Therapies. If you would like to learn how to support yourself through challenges and hardship, how to trust yourself on a deeper level, express your needs, desires and boundaries confidently, learn how to have more supportive habits or rituals that really support the life experiences that you have, to be able to deepen your current relationships and how to create new, healthy, respectful relationships in your life. This is the perfect podcast for you. This week, I am flying down to Sydney from the Gold Coast. I'm taking my two children on their first like holiday, like proper on the plane. And we've got accommodation down there. And I wanted to share it with you because I'm somebody that gets quite anxious traveling and doing new experiences when I don't know how it's going to be and I don't know what it's going to look like, what I'll need, what happens if I forget something or I need something and I don't have it. That's kind of like where my mindset goes. And if this is something that resonates with you, then you are in the right place because I'm going to guide you and tell you how I'm navigating this to support my nervous system to be able to make sure that this is an experience that for me, obviously it is a fun experience and I feel calm and safe inside my body, but also so I can create that this being the first holiday that my children are going on where they will actually remember it because my son for his first birthday, my ex-husband and I took him to Bali, but obviously he doesn't remember it that well. Or, or barely at all, actually. So this is their first holiday. It's my daughter's first holiday ever, other than obviously driving um, to visit family. So it's really important that I create a, an environment on my end that the children feel safe in this new experience of something they've never experienced before. They've never experienced flying on a plane that, like I mentioned, like my son has, but he obviously doesn't remember it. My daughter hasn't experienced it ever. And we're making plans, well, I'm making plans for us to be able to travel next year overseas. So this is like a step-by-step plan of how I've been able to navigate for myself, for my nervous system to ensure that I feel safe and I feel comfortable through um, my process of of being able to travel and being able to do new experiences. I have shared before that my late teens and pretty much my whole 20s, I missed out on a lot of experiences because I felt uh, anxious, nervous, scared. Um, I didn't want to do things on my own, so therefore I didn't do do things that I wanted to do. And especially when it came to traveling, I I love traveling. I'd love to be able to explore more places in the world. And I'm very grateful that I have obviously my Australian citizenship, but I also have my Netherlands um, citizenship. So I have my Netherlands passport, which is also part of the reason why I'm taking the kids to Sydney is so that I can get there and apply for theirs. So I have a, a, 
um, an incredible and amazing um, opportunity to be able to use that passport and travel 191 countries that I, I was actually wasn't even aware of until a couple of day, days ago. I thought it really only gave me places in Europe, but there's a lot of other beautiful places that I can explore on that passport. And like I mentioned, like my 20s, I was too scared to do these things on my own. And it caused me so much anxiety to even think about how do I plan a holiday and go away somewhere? And I did do a few small trips to Sydney for a weekend with friends. And like I mentioned, I went to Bali with my ex-husband. But that's because I had someone to go with, whereas there was many other opportunities and times during my 20s that those opportunities came and I wanted to do them, but I chose not to because I had to do it by myself and that just felt too scary to to do and I always found a way to, I guess, self-sabotage myself. So as I was nearing my 30s and my children getting older and I started to connect more with myself and my needs and my desires and what I wanted in my life, I decided I needed to work out a way to be able to support myself so that I was still able to do the experiences that I wanted to do and I've been craving my whole adult life, but do it in a way that felt comfortable for me, that felt safe for me, that allowed me to really nurture myself and my feelings and still be able to have the outcome that I wanted of being able to do these experiences on my own and especially obviously with traveling with my children to create a really nice nurturing environment for them to feel safe doing these new things. And so that is what I'm going to be sharing and talking with you about. So the first thing is regardless of whatever the the experiences or the outcome of what you're wanting. So whatever the new experience is or, or the, the thing that you're wanting to do that feels a little bit out of your comfort zone is have that as your end goal, but then break down the steps into a smaller process. So for me, it was taking them to new places, like taking my children to new places and new experiences that were a little bit closer to home. So for me, Last year, as part of my like step-by-step plan to take the kids overseas and feel much more safer and confident and comfortable doing that, I started doing uh, little trips to the Sunshine Coast. So that's about two and a half hours away from where I lived on the Gold Coast. But I had family up there. So, you know, planning and packing what we needed from home, driving up to spend the weekend, um, you know, the week or the weekend with my family, but then exploring the places that are around my auntie's home so that we could experience these new things. But they were just little baby steps because it was, I was doing it with, with my auntie or my cousin and they were, you know, familiar places to me, like going to a farmer's market, going to the movies, going to the shop. So they're not completely out of my comfort zone, but there was a little bit still of anxiety of going from my comfortability of my home and where my, my safe space is and pushing that boundary just a little bit, just enough that I was a little bit uncomfortable, but I felt a little bit obviously confident to be able to do this because I was going to a family's residence. I was going to a place that was only two and a half hours away from home. I had my car with me. So if I really wanted to leave, I could do so. So that was the very first little baby step. 
And once that became super comfortable and I, and if I forgot something at home, I didn't even care about it anymore. Um, you know, I even reduced what I would pack. So in the beginning, what I would pack was just so much stuff that just wasn't necessary. I didn't need it. But in my mind and where I felt anxious, I was like, I had the mindset of I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And then the more that I did it, I was like, this is just so unnecessary to have this stuff. This really is something that we don't need. Or if we do need it, is it something that I can get away with not having? Or can I just go to the shops and buy it if it's not that big of a deal? So that process really helped me to minimalize what we were packing so that obviously when I started to do little trips with them on my own, I could really um, condense what or reduce what we were packing so that it was obviously a lot more easier for me to travel with two kids and whatever luggage we had. So that was like the first kind of step and that was the first process. The other thing was able being able to do things on my own without the kids and feeling comfortable. So I started, you know, going to the movies by myself and feeling comfortable and I now look forward to going to the cinemas on my own and walking into the place, buying my other cinemas, buying my ticket and going and sitting by myself. And I feel so comfortable now doing that as opposed to in the beginning when I started doing that. It took weeks and weeks of me feeling confident to go and do it because every time that I'd planned to go to the movies on my own, I would always talk myself out of it. And I just got to a place where I was like, I've got to do this now. Like, this is enough. I've been talking about it. I've been building myself up to do it. And that's the thing as simple as the simple thing of just going to the movies by yourself. If you feel anxious about doing things on your own, when you support yourself to be able to find a way to find comfort in it and just push just a little bit out of that comfort zone that, you know, you're, um, where you've kind of built a little bit of a protection around you, just doing it just a little bit in a safer way that your body feels safe to do that is going to help you just to push it a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So yeah, so the simple thing of going to the movies on my own really helped with my confidence and comfortability of going somewhere and doing it on my own. And then, you know, then there was a next step of, you know, going to an event at a bar or a restaurant where I was, would be meeting a friend or I would would go by myself. And it's just, again, those just pushing yourself just a little bit out of your comfort zone, just a little bit more out of your comfort zone and just slowly pushing it a little bit more and a little bit more in a way that you still feel safe within your body, within, with what you can manage for yourself. And, um, so that was like, yeah, the second step in my, my plan to be able to travel with them. And then um, the third step was myself catching a train into the city, which was about like a 45 minute trip. Um, I haven't ca- caught a train for such a long time. And it was a very interesting process for me because I had so much anxiety around catching the train. What happens if I miss it, which obviously I'm assuming, you know, like a train is very regular. It's like every half an hour or every 20 minutes or something. So, um, that obviously wasn't going to happen. 
and I did have an appointment, so I allowed myself like an extra hour to arrive, uh, you know, to get to the train early, to catch the train that I would get to the city an hour earlier before my appointment or, you know, 45 minutes to an hour before my appointment. So I had enough time to navigate my way from the train station to the building that I needed to go for an appointment, which again was a part of my children getting their Netherlands um, passports. So I yeah had so much anxiety leading up to to going the night before I was really anxious the morning I was really anxious I felt really nauseous really sick just my stomach was just like in knots and I thought about even driving up but I knew that was going to cause me more anxiety because I'd already done that earlier in the year and there was um issues with parking and I missed my appointment and had to pay $75 for like a 30 minute parking um, space and I missed my appointment because I couldn't get a parking a park so that really um, affected my my confidence and my comfortability again with doing new experiences which is also why I decided to catch a train up this time so again I supported myself I um, was on the train driving up there and just trying to really focus on my breathing and staying calm and, you know, doing a little bit of work, listening to some music. And then it was funny because when I got into the city, I actually got lost following my GPS. So please explain to me how that happens, that you're following a GPS on foot and still get lost because, yeah, I don't know how that happened, but clearly I was following the wrong like what I thought was on my phone was the right direction. And then I'd see street names and I'd be like, yep, this is the right way. And I was actually walking in the wrong, like the opposite direction. And yeah, so that, that was about 20 minutes of, of kind of walking around in a circle. And then I eventually found my way and it was fine. And I got there within five minutes um, prior to my appointment. So I'm very grateful that again, I over, I allowed extra time, so I gave myself an over, um, what's the word, just like I, yeah, I guess extra time. Um, and that's another thing that I find very supportive and helpful for my myself in navigating um, a, like stressful things of making making it on time for stuff that you need to be on time for. So like obviously playing, uh, flying a plane, if you have anxiety and stress about, you know, not missing it. And if you have any issues on the way, then over exaggerate your time. If your flight leaves at 12 and you have to be checked in by 1230, then be there by 1130. Like aim, like don't have in your mind, oh, well, if I'm by 1230, I'll be fine. No, allow yourself an extra hour because then if you're aiming to be there an hour earlier, if anything happens, if you there's traffic, if you get held up in security, if there's a massive line where you're having to check in for your plane, like you have an extra hour so that you can keep yourself calm. You can keep your nervous system relaxed. I have just released my new hardcover journal, Know Yourself, prompted journal for self-healing, and I am offering a special bundle for those that enroll into my online course that is a in-depth version of the journal. And wherever you are in the world, you can enroll in this online course. You have access to all the videos, the prompts, and also you have um, direct access to me and you will also get the hardcover journal for free and it will be shipped to you wherever you are in the world 
podcast. So if you'd like to take that offer up, could you please email me at connect at MishaJade.com. I will put my email in the bio for this podcast and we can get you enrolled and you can start your healing journey today. So, um, and obviously for me, it's that example of sharing my experience with um, allowing extra time from the train station, which really was like a 15, I think 10 or 15 minute walk. And I took like an extra 25 minutes and then obviously um, almost made it back to where I started and then, and then found, found the building. Um, but it was like, why, why I said it was interesting is because when I was there, I almost had like blinkers on until, so I'd like, I was almost blocked out in tunnel vision of, I think, well, obviously I know it was just because I was so anxious and nervous that I was just on this like mission of, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. And I've just got a tick, 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 tick. So I need to catch the train, boom, off the train station. I need to walk to the building, boom, done, found the building. I need to obviously go to the level that I need to be, get these documents signed and uh, signed and stamped, boom, done that. Then I need to make my way back to the train station, boom, done that, back on the train and coming home. And then finally my head just cleared and I felt so much calmer and relaxed. And again, this is why it's really great to break down your steps into like more manageable um, process or more manageable steps, I guess, is because you can re you can assess what you did and what you could do differently. So for me, when I was catching the train back and I was like far out, I had tunnel vision that whole time. I didn't have to, I didn't have to rush back on the train. I could have stayed there for a little bit, maybe got something to eat because I hadn't had any real food um, that day. I had like, I think an apple on me. Um, and because I was just in a tunnel vision of, I got to get these you know, this done and this done and this done, that I didn't really get to take in my surroundings and really be present in my body and be present in that space. And that's helped me now to think about Sydney. And when I'm down there with the kids, obviously I've got the appointment at the consulate with them, but then I have five days around that and space around that where where the kids and I will be exploring and doing fun things and going trying new food and just allowing the kids to really understand what it means to be away from home what does it mean to be in a hotel what does it mean to be traveling on a train and staying close to me and not running off or not that they run off really but you know wanting to go explore new things and do things that they would be doing at home but obviously in a new environment and a new space that's not always safe for them to do. So for me to stay calm in my body is really, really vital for my children to feel safe in their bodies, exploring these new experiences. And for me, and this is again why I say break break down your steps into smaller, more manageable um, experiences, because you can analyze each step and see what did I do well? How did my body respond? What, What were my thoughts doing? And so back on um, from my my process was, okay, well, I went into tunnel vision because I was so anxious and stressed about this experience. How do I support myself when I go to Sydney? How do I support myself to stay calm and not have tunnel vision and be present and be available to my children? And, and I've been able to do that in a way of like, I'd have to remind myself to breathe. I have to remind myself 
that I'm safe because when you're anxious and your nervous system is, is um, you know, feels stressful and not good and you have that ch- uh, tightening in your chest and your shoulders feeling weighed down, that's your body telling you that you're unsafe. You feel unsafe. This is an unsafe environment. This is an unsafe space. But the thing is your mindset is what ha- is how you change how your body is feeling. So you're telling yourself, no, I'm safe doing this. I love doing this. This feels good for my body. I feel good doing this. And that is what I've been able to take away from from going to Brisbane and doing that experience on my own and being able to analyze in a healthy and a supportive way of what I did that really helped me and how my body responded and what I need to do to improve my experiences for the next few steps. And so, yeah, win Sydney. Um, and I'll be sharing all of my process and my step-by-step, um, I guess like vlogging on my Instagram. So if you would like to, um, follow me along, along my journey of um, being Sydney and doing this on my own with the two kids and how I'm supporting my nervous system and doing these fun experiences with them and being available and present with them, please connect with me on Instagram. I'm holistic spiritual therapies, very easy to find. And, um, all my, my step-by-step process and experiences I'll be sharing, um, on there. Um, yeah, so, so Sydney again is, I have allowed extra space and extra time to ensure that nothing is rushed. So even getting to the airport, actually, no, I'll start with packing. So I leave this Wednesday. So that's, um, well, two days away today's Sunday. So I've got two days and then we leave on Wednesday morning and I'm already packed and we're only taking carry on luggage. But the reason why I'm already packed is because one, I feel anxious around it and a way to support myself is to have it already done. And the other reason why I did it is because it's winter here and Sydney is is a lot colder than where I am on the Gold Coast. I wanted to make sure that we all had enough warm clothes to get us through even just the first two days. And if I bought clothes down there, then fine. And if they didn't need it, even better. So I packed earlier so that I could check what we had and what we needed to get. So I had time to find something without feeling stressed, without feeling rushed. And that again is another key important step in the process is, sorry, doing things that feel safe for your body, that isn't being rushed, isn't adding to your anxiousness or feeling feeling anxious about doing something. And so now I've, I've got, I, we all did need some extra winter clothes. So now I've got them and everything's packed and ready to go. Obviously, besides a few last minute things that I'll need to wash or have washed and obviously our toiletries, I've weighed the suitcases. So I know that they're under the weight um, limit for the airline. And then on Wednesday, I chose a flight time that allowed us to get up in the morning and not be rushing, not be stressing. Um, we will be getting there an hour earlier before we um, need to be there for the check-in and for the flight. But that again is as part of the process of me feeling calm, but also the kids being able to experience something new and them feeling calm. So everything is a slow process. So we get up in the morning, we get dressed, we have something to eat. It's very slow process. We drive to the airport. 
we check in, we go through security, and then they get to experience what's it like, what it's like to be in an airline waiting for planes or waiting for your flight. Because when you travel international, there's gonna be times where you are having to wait around for a long time in an airport. And so this is just a little kind of taste for the kids of what it would be like. It gives me a little taste of what they will be like when we have a longer wait time in an airport and how to navigate that way, that with them as best as I'm able to in the space and the time that we, we have. And again, like it's talking about like why we're here, why are we waiting? Well, the planes come at a certain time. We have to wait till they're ready. We have to wait till they have the food on, on the airline. We have to wait until the pilot's ready and the fuel and, you know, all that process. And they get to understand what it means to go on a plane, to go through security, to show the ticket to the, the um, what do you call it, the air hostess. And, you know, walk onto the plane, sit on the plane, be on the plane and not be able to really get up or move around too much and what that means and what that feels like and what that experience is going to be when when we do go on a longer haul or a um, flight international. And then in Sydney, same thing, we get off the plane, we will stay around in the airport for a little while, again, so they can experience what an airport feels like, what a larger airport feels like, because the one that we fly out isn't that big, but the one in Sydney is is quite bigger. So they again, get to feel what that experience is like. What does that look like for them? And, you know, going to the toilet and going and looking in the shops and, and having to wait around just a little bit to get that feel and that experience for their own awareness. And then we get on a train, we travel to where our hotel will be and where we will be staying for our the consulate appointment. And again, everything's slow. I'm flying in the day before our appointment. So again, nothing's rushed. We're going to go to the shops to get their photos. Then again, very smooth, nothing's rushed. We can be in the hotel, wake up in the morning, we get dressed, we have breakfast, we check out, we go to our consular appointment, again, slow and relaxed because there's a there's time being allowed to over, um, what's the word, over calculate the time frame in order to not have anything rushed. Now, I'm fully aware that you, when you're traveling or doing a new experience is so much out of your control that sometimes you do need to be rushed. Sometimes you do, you are running late or something goes wrong or something happens. But because you have so much of that grounding foundation of supporting yourself, trusting yourself, being connected to yourself, being present, that when those experiences happen, you are able to manage it with such, like much more ease because you're already calm. You already know how to meet your needs. You already know how to support yourself, which is something that I preach so much to my clients and online and on this podcast and, and YouTube and everywhere is how to support yourself, learning how to support yourself. And yeah, so then the rest of the time in Sydney after the appointment is just slow like we're going to you know explore the city we're going to go do some attractions we're going to eat lots of yummy food and nothing is rushed everything is just calm and my my entire focus this time away is obviously fun time with my kids but 
for me to feel calm with doing this new experience because this is the big, this is kind of like the final step in my, you know, small broken down step-by-step plan in order for us to travel overseas on our own. And that's so exciting. I'm, I'm much more excited about doing that than I've ever been when I think about it. And I don't have a lot of anxiousness or anxiety or, or thoughts that aren't supporting me because I've been able to break down those steps into much smaller, more manageable process and healthy or in a healthy way, analyze myself to be able to, to know how, what I do differently. How can I support myself next time? What do I need to put in place? And it's funny, like I told my friend on Friday, um, she rung me and I said that I was packing for Sydney and she's like, oh, are you going tomorrow? And I said, no, I'm not going to Wednesday. And she's like, why are you packing now? And it's because I need to. This is something that I need to do. There's no, there's no trying to change that. And I have in the past tried to change certain things, but packing so much earlier to ensure that I have everything that I, I do need. I do need warm clothes. I do need certain things um, to make the trip go smoother for us that needed to be done prior to leaving. And that feels good for me. That supports me. And probably when we go overseas, I'll probably be packed like weeks in advance or month in advance because it gives me time to um, repack and check it. And, and that helps me. That supports me. And I'm okay with that. And so for you, for your experiences and doing things that um, get you out of your comfort zone is have the end result of what you're wanting to achieve. And then you break it down into smaller, much manageable steps. And you learn how to support yourself in every step. Analyze yourself in a healthy way. Don't ever beat yourself up about how you um, responded or reacted. Use each step as a learning lesson. Each step how to connect with yourself deeper. Each step to learn how to support yourself more, how to connect more with yourself, how to express your needs, to own and be confident in the way that you are and what you need to do in order to support yourself. So yes, I pack way before I need to. I check everything a million times. I write lists. I check that list. I reanalyze that list, but that feels good for me. That feels safe for me to be able to do these new experiences. And what other people say doesn't matter anymore because that is what I need to be able to do these things. And so that is for you now to work out what do you need? How do you support yourself with being able to do new experiences and, um, and do more of the things that you love and you are craving and you, you want to be doing more in your life, but you feel scared or nervous or not sure how to do it? then break it down into smaller, more manageable steps. And it will make a big impact in how you navigate your life, how you experience your life, how your body feels with doing new experiences. And yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to say. So I'm going to leave it there. And if you want to learn more about my... um, how I go in Sydney and more like I mentioned earlier, please make sure that you're following me on Instagram. I'll be sharing everything in my stories and on my reels over there. Um, if you haven't 
already or you're finding me for the first time, I have just launched a new website where you, when you sign up for emails, you will automatically get a sample of my prompted therapy journal sent straight to your inbox. So all the information is in the um, bio underneath this. So please go check it out. You can also head to my website, mishajade.com. So M-I-I-S-H-A-J-A-D-E.com and all my information is there. And I'm sending you all so much love and I will speak to you soon.